Ninth Story Studios, giving story a voice. Welcome to the lift. Get ready to take a ride. <laughs> Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Twitter and tweet. Come find us on Twitter at Victoria's Lit. Tweet tweet. Hello. I'm Daniel Foytek, and I thank you for joining us for a special episode of Victoria's Lift. Today we're presenting the first chapter of our 10-part miniseries by Christopher Long, To Those Who Thrive in the Dark. The series will dive deep into the mythos of Victoria's world and will feature fey folk, ghosts, old enemies, gods, and a certain little brother with ulterior motives. Before we get started today, a big thank you to those who are supporting the show. Those supporting the show at the $5 a month level and above will hear these episodes first, since it's you who have made this project possible. If you too would like to hear these episodes before they air anywhere else, you can do that thing over at patreon.com forward slash Victoria's Lift. This series will also be released as a novella at the end of the run with an expanded story that takes you deeper into Victoria's world. The miniseries is told by a character you might recognize, the waitress who appeared briefly in our three-part adventure, Von Homlin. As some of you have already figured out, she was quite a bit more than she seemed and those blueberries in her pancakes were a bit more than just blueberries. But of course, this isn't unusual when the fey folk offer you food. Chapter 1 is entitled Cuckoo Stone, the name of our narrator. Now, hold on tight, and let's go for a ride into the shadows on Victoria's Lift. Thank you. 
Victoria's Lift to Those Who Thrive in the Dark Chapter 1 Cuckoo Stone Still nursing that coffee and pancakes, I see. Makes sense. A lot of people in town are getting themselves lost, thinking deep thoughts about the meaning of their life. I can see them trying to hold it back, but you all went through something a while ago. Although, it's not that everyone's feeling like you. Some of them can't remember any of it. Some of them don't even feel they lost hold of something. Whereas you, well, I guess you've got some healing to do. I'll bet when you used to think about reality, you probably pictured something solid, didn't you? Something with all the properties of a stone. Boring and unchanging, right? Just the set dressing to your daydreams. Well, now you've seen the truth. Or part of it. Not that you can remember it exactly. Deep down, though. You know now that all this reality depends entirely on a sense of scale. Whereas me, I'm old enough to have always known this world can change in the blink of an eye. Depending on whose eyes doing the blinking, of course. Things weren't always this way. In the beginning, there were no restrictions. No set choices. No night, no day. No seasons, no names for the oceans, no ticking clocks. There were only rolling forests of endless possibility. How my people sang then. We danced and held our courts and played our games, which could last the lifetime of stars. Things only changed for us when your hungry ancestors crawled out of the sea. We've never been able to work out who came first, you or your gods. One thing's for sure, once there were gods, it became pretty clear they needed you to believe you'd always needed them. That's why they began putting up their gateways, letting only the worthy pass through. If they spoke the right words or pledged the right amounts in money or blood. It didn't take too long before some of you wanted to feel like gods yourselves. You stole the old thrones and palaces, forged yourself new crowns and armies. You made the free people bow and taxed everything you surveyed. That's where this world really started locking itself into cages. Those boundaries have been in place for so long now that none of you ever think about challenging them. You believe a vote or a career change or a soulmate might make a difference. Except you don't see you're still accepting cards dealt from the same deck. These days there aren't many left like me. Folks who can refuse to be bound by something as simple as a lock, or a map, or a clock. It's such a small club that most of us know each other, and we all know about the little girl in her impossible building. 
I can see that frown when I mention her. Maybe there's some little echo of Victoria left in you. She couldn't remove every trace. Tell you what, I'm in a sharing mood tonight. You sit and drink your coffee and I'll give you some answers to go with it. I'll tell you who she really is, past the pigtails and the party frock. I'll show you just how easy it is for someone to change your reality. Now, this little girl we're talking about isn't like me or you. She's certainly not bound by any laws when she doesn't want to be. In fact, she might not even be a little girl anymore. She just happens to look how she did back before something older than me dug its fingers in and changed her. Binding her to a place where decisions might as well be a force of nature. Some folks have tried to claim that place as their own. They never come out of it well. They forget the walls of her home might look like bricks and mortar, but they're wiser and crueler and trickier than any of us. They have to be. They can slip between worlds. Although even the strongest of walls can't hold back the simplest of life. Mice and rats can find their way in there. Stray spiders thrive in its darkest corners. Birds occasionally nest in its roof and have their egg hatch years before they were ever laid. Cats, in particular, have no trouble getting in. Mainly because cats make it their business to slip past any door they find barring their path. Ask anyone who's tried to own a cat, and they'll tell you they can get where sunlight can't. For some reason, cats are drawn to that restless, powerful place. Perhaps they can taste the scent of potential. Maybe they're intrigued by the fact they know it wasn't there before. Whatever the reason, they make their way inside, although not that many get a chance to stay. There's already one cat living under that roof, and she takes no chances when it comes to competition. If she isn't prowling for refugee mice or birds, or having a fuss from her blonde-haired friend, she's on the hunt for intruding cats. Occasionally, however, one gets past her. Our story starts with one such cat. Her owners had originally called her Dusk, thanks to her black and orange fur. All things considered, it wasn't a bad name. Then she found children in her home. <laughs> children who kept tugging her fur and calling her Whiskers. After that, Dusk stopped staying indoors. She started hunting in the surrounding gardens, taking out her frustrations on the chirping birds and flitting mice. She flirted with tomcats, clawed at the females. She ate fresh, wet flesh and remembered her true name. And one day, she strayed into the wild green fields, past where the houses stopped. The air was fresher there. The hunt was keener. Threading her way through the long grass and tangling weeds, she found the building which belongs nowhere for long. 
As night bled black over the remains of that blue spring sky, the little cat stalked those tall, alien walls with caution and found herself an open window before hopping into a room which wasn't exactly a room. As with so many rooms in Victoria's home, it was a puzzle waiting for a purpose. It rippled with potential, reacting to Dusk's presence. Its walls sprouted branches. The floorboards began to flood. There were suddenly fish and birds and the sounds of other cats around her. There were decisions for her to make. Only this cat, well... She was smart enough to see the hooks hiding in every option. Not that the building was being cruel, you understand. It was just its nature. Same as a shark. Same as a sphinx. Like I said, though, this cat was smart enough to know she didn't have to play by anyone else's rules. She slipped through the open door and looked back to see the room settle into being just an empty old room again. With that lesson learnt, she prowled the mysterious building from bottom to top. Fleeing from the dangers she found lurking on the lower floors, feeling safer when she found sunlight cast through smeary windows from days and places she'd never seen. It wasn't long before she saw the little girl. Remembering the children who'd invaded her home, she kept her distance and watched Victoria go about her business. She saw her leading different people into different rooms, sometimes going into the hungry places with them to act as a guide, sometimes waiting outside and hoping beyond hope they would see what they were meant to do. Always she had her music box with her, even if you couldn't spot it straight away. Dusk thought she was being incredibly stealthy, avoiding the path of this strange child. Then she woke one morning to find a bright, curious smile looking down at her. Hello. Where did you come from? Now this cat knew better than to flee in a place where direction was rarely a certainty. Instead, she relied on her instincts. She did her best to look small and kind and friendly. Little did she realize the girl was doing the exact same thing. I suppose this explains all the scratches I keep finding on my wall. You know, there are easier ways to get my attention. Now, the impossible girl you're having trouble remembering, or forgetting, likes to pretend she isn't lonely. Only in her heart, she is still a little girl, haunted by memories of where she should belong. Taunted by a brother who, just like her, isn't what he used to be anymore. Maybe that's why she let the cat stay with her. Whatever the reason, she forgot to ask one question. She never thought about where this cat had come from, or, more importantly, what she'd brought in with her. All those plants she'd woven past... All those blossoming lives. One of them had stowed a seed in Dusk's dark fur. A seed which had fallen off in the worst place Victoria's building had to offer. The darkest depths of the basement. Where the truly tortured souls were kept locked away 
the people down there had been whittled down to nightmares. The nightmares had been awake for so long that they believed they were people. One such lost soul found the seed and clutched it tight in fingers made of little more than shadows now. It schemed and smiled a smile which could have been mistaken for just another scar in the dark. It knew that seeds are bottled to change. Captured catalysts waiting for the chance to grow. That innocent little seed was about to be made into a key for a very old and very stubborn lock. And our poor little Victoria didn't have a clue that she was about to be made into an accomplice in her own destruction. Today's episode was the first of a 10-part series and featured Cynthia Lohman as Cuckoo Stone, our tale's narrator, and Amber Collins as Victoria. Sound design was created by Davis Walden, our new sound designer and the creator of the Viridian Wild podcast. The Viridian Wild is a fantasy adventure audio drama podcast following mythozoologist Sebastian Verwood as he travels the world studying magical creatures. You can find the show at theviridianwild.com. Viridian is spelled V-I-R-I-D-I-A-N. Or you can subscribe to it wherever you get your podcasts. It's a great show. I think you guys will enjoy it. Something to check out. Today's custom score with a new theme song for our show featured here today for the first time was created by our resident composer, Nico Vitese of We Talk of Dreams. Find Nico at wetalkofdreams.com and streaming on Twitch. Artwork is by Jeanette Andromeda, illustrator, artist, YouTuber, and all-around amazing human. Find her being creative at JeanetteCreations.com. Our author is Christopher Long. You can find him at cjlongwords.com. Chris has been featured on Victoria's Lift, Shadows at the Door, and The Wicked Library multiple times. More of his work is available on Amazon. Story editor and producer is Daniel Foytek of Ninth Story Studios. That's me. Chapter 2 of our mini-series will be posted on Patreon in July and return to the free show this December. Season 5 is coming soon. writing a short review of the show in iTunes and leaving me some gold stars. 
It helps others to find their way here too. I like gold stars. Can I have lots? Pretty please? Leave me stars and reviews at itunes.victoriaslift.com With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.